Blame is the name of the psychological abuser's game. You know why? Because they don't like taking responsibility. They don't like taking accountability. They are really very afraid. They're afraid of rejection. They're afraid of disappointment. They're afraid of every damn thing in their life, right? Like fear is their ruling energy. And so that's why they try to project that shit off onto you. Because they're living in fear. So the only thing that they know how to do, because their minds are being manipulated, their minds are being manipulated, you know, by their disorder or their challenge, right? And this is why it's so, I said this before in the last video, this is why it's so important for you to become self-aware, right? And to know your struggles, to know your triggers, because then you can see other people for who they are. And you realize that psychological abusers are people who struggle mentally too, right? But the difference is because they're allowing their challenges to control their mind, to, to, to control their actions. They want, they want to project that onto you. See, when you become self-aware about your own mental struggles... You work, you work on you. You're not trying to, to project anything onto anybody. Like you're trying to, I don't want to say get a handle of it, but learn how to use it for as your stepping stone and not your crush. Because a lot of psychological abusers, they use their mental challenges as a crutch, you know, they, they, they use that as an excuse for the way that they treat, treat people. And a lot of the, even though a lot of them don't even admit their mental challenges, right? A lot of them will say, no, I don't, there's nothing wrong with me. And then some of them who are, who have been diagnosed, I should say, I don't think that they're even aware of how to use their mental challenges to their benefit. They've just been diagnosed with it. And since they've been diagnosed, they feel like they can use that as a way to control and manipulate you instead of becoming more self-aware. See, because the, the voices in their head are driving them crazy. I shouldn't say crazy because, you know, but the voices in their head are controlling them. They're being controlled by the voices in their head and not in a positive way. So they'll, they'll try to play the same games with you. And it's just like, I see you for who you are. Like, I see what you're doing. And they're trying to get like a reaction out of you, right? That's how they control you. They control you through your emotions. So when you recognize psychological abuse, when you become self-aware and you recognize your own, how you've done things, right? You can see them for who they are. And so you see when they're playing games or you see when they're trying to draw an emotional reaction out of you, right? 
because for some reason they feel like they have some sort of power and control. They might be in a position, you know, where they feel like they have power and control over you. So they'll try to draw an emotional reaction out of you for you to like go off on them or or do something that's out of your character, right? And this is where resilience comes in because when you're resilient and self-aware and you notice this stuff, you stand fast. You just look at them like, I, I, I see you trying to draw an emotional reaction out of me so you can blame, so you have to have somebody to blame and then you can start your smear campaign. And say, oh, this person is not who you thought that they were. I see you. And this is how you use your mental challenge as your rock. Because it really is a superpower. (laughs) Once you stop using it to try to manipulate other people's energy, you start using it to manipulate your own. To have self-control. So you can stare their demons in the face and say, baby, I'm not going to war with your demons because I already fight my own. I'm not going to war with your projections because I'm learning how to manage my own. No, because they're looking for somebody to blame. Because they're, they're too afraid to look at themselves. Now, you know, that's the scary thing, looking at ourselves. (laughs) Judging ourselves. Making the changes we need to make within ourselves. Mm -mm, That's a scary place. But it's a beautiful place. Because you don't, you know, no longer need to point the finger. can work on those fingers that are pointing back at you and manage who you who you are and everything you are you don't need to control nobody but they still do they they need to control somebody because they can't control themselves they have no power and control over their thoughts over their own emotions over themselves so they need somebody to control I'm so thankful for self-awareness because when I when I see them, when I recognize them, I don't participate. And a lot of them, they don't, they don't, they're afraid, like I said before, they're afraid of rejection, right? They're afraid of rejection, so if they don't want to do something, they don't want to do something, right? Or let's say they told you they would do something, but they really don't want to do it. They'll start to make all kind of excuses or they'll ignore you um, because they don't, they don't know how to be honest with themselves right so how can they be honest with you they can't be they can't sit up there and say you know what I really 
don't want to do this because they're afraid they're really afraid of your rejection of them right or they are afraid of what if you do like go off on them yeah they can they can use the blame and and try to smear your name or whatever but what if you do go off on them a lot of times you'll hurt you'll hurt their feelings because they're very insecure people they're very insecure people and we all have insecurities right but they have deep 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 insecurities they're like i said they're they're really children who are afraid they're really afraid so yeah they they'll really not want to do something or you know but they don't want to they don't want the backlash you know and a lot of men are good for this like they will agree to something and then realize, you know what, I don't want to do this. And then instead of saying, I don't want to do this, they'll start they'll start playing games or, you know, doing things that they think might rile you up or irritate you or get you to, you know, kind of go off on them or whatever. Um because they're looking for a way out and a lot of men do this in relationships too like you know i'm saying like romantic relationships men do it in in platonic relationships and romantic relationships but you know a lot of the times they don't want the disappointment i guess or um they they don't want to hurt someone else they they think that they'll be hurting someone else if they tell the person, you know what, um, I don't want to continue with this, you know, whether it be like a romantic relationship, a platonic relationship, or a business relationship, they'll be afraid, right? So they want you to give them an out. And, you know, women psychological abusers do this too. They, they're looking for an out. They're looking for you to give them an out. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually fighting with myself about this whole you know giving them out you know because do you no because I don't want to continue a relationship with somebody who desires to, to psychologically abuse me or mentally control me but in the same token it's time for them to own up to their shit I know they'll they'll probably never get honest with themselves because it's much easier to blame other people than it is for us to actually take accountability and responsibility for our actions and the energy that we put out into the world. It's so much easier to blame somebody else. It's so much easier to say that this person was unfair this person was this this person was that 
you know, instead of saying, I did this, I did that, this is where I fucked up, no, see, because a lot of them get themselves in situations where they, where they stay, and, and the reason why I can tell y'all this is because this is where I have been, like, I've been that, that scared and insecure little girl, and saying yes to things that I really wanted to say no to. You know, I've gotten myself into contracts where I knew that I did not want to be there. I've gotten myself into relationships where I knew I didn't want to be there. You know, this is why I say I don't call people narcissists anymore because becoming self-aware allows you to see your narcissistic tendencies. And you know, I've said this before, you need a little bit of narcissism to really survive in this world. You do. You can't be all empathy. I mean, you can't be all empathic. You can have compassion for people. But you also got to have a little narcissism. It's just that some people are on a higher scale than others. That's all. And that's why it's so important for you to dive into that that unknown place of self-love and to check yourself right because that's where the real growth comes by becoming self-aware of your own bullshit your own narcissistic traits your own psychologically abusive traits And when you become self-aware, you you recognize your own actions, right? And you also recognize the actions of others. And you no longer allow people to mentally or emotionally abuse you, control you, manipulate you. You're no longer doing it to other people, right? And that's that's where I'm struggling at, right? This is really where I'm struggling. To not give people their energy back. To just walk away. I think that's what I need to do is just walk away. Sod. Sod, sod, sod. Sod, sod, sod. <laughs> Why do I do these things? I don't know. That's why I said, like, just let me be crazy. Like, let me just do me. Like, my crazy don't hurt nobody. I just want to act a damn fool. I just want to sing side you know like when i see side at home deep i just want to sing side 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 like for no reason like just let me be crazy you know but but people look at that oh my goodness that's weird why why can't i have fun why do you have to be the fun police You know, life life is serious 
enough, right? Damn. None of us are getting out of here alive. <laughs> None of us are getting out of here alive. So why not just enjoy the shit? Regardless of what life is going at you. And I know it get hard. Like, like I said earlier, I really do think I fight to stay alive because I refuse to allow this world and these hateful ass people to change me. Like, I refuse to. Like, you want to abuse me? Abuse me. You want to use me? Use me. You think that you have power and control over my mind and my emotions? Then do what you need to do for you because you don't. And you'll never have that power. And the sooner that you realize that, the better off we will all be. The better relationships we'll have with each other. Because you don't have power over me. And when you get that in your system, in your mind, in your heart, and, and know that because, hey, you know what? I ba barely even have power and control over myself. So why would I even want the responsibility of trying to have power and control over somebody else? Why would you even want to bear that responsibility? And while it might make you feel good in the moment, <laughs> it's never satisfying or fulfilling. But psychological abusers don't get that. They don't see that. And this is why they look for other supply or other people to try to manipulate and control. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't get like that feeling leaves yeah it might give you a, a, a rush you know what I'm saying or feeling up I don't even know like maybe superiority I don't know what kind of feeling it gives them but you might feel good in the moment but it it quickly dies and then you're looking for somebody else to agitate or aggravate or get an emotional reaction out of and that dies. So why? Why not just go within, be self-aware, and deeply fulfilled off of doing things that you love, and instead of trying to hurt other people, try to help other people with like the things that you have overcome your stories whatever I guess that would be too simple wouldn't it that would be too freaking simple to actually focus on myself instead of trying to focus on somebody else or trying to control somebody else control my own thoughts control my own actions Control my own emotions. Looks like gas went down 10 cents. Yay. <laughs> well, not where I go. The Circle K seems to be the best gas right now. It lasts the longest. 
Circle K is number one, and then X sign is a close second. When your solitude is your power, you become unfuckable with. See, because people need. See this, and that's the same. That's the same. Oh, that was a good one. Thank you, universe, for that one. That's that's psychological abusers. You know what I'm saying? They need your power. They they are powerless without your reaction. Powerless. Don't give them the satisfaction. Don't give them that power. They're powerless without it. They want your reaction. They crave your reaction. Don't give it to them. why you have to know how to sit by yourself and be with yourself because people gonna always try to test you they gonna always try to test you you can bet on that let me head on down this way closer to where I'm staying because that's where this other pickup is at. So, but yeah, when you become, when you, oof, my goodness. Solitude is your power, baby. It really and truly is. And that's why people don't. I'm telling you, they, they be needing some kind of reaction from you. Self-awareness, solitude is your superpower. Let people be people. Let people do the dumb shit that they need to do to feel like they got power over you to make sure, to make them feel good about themselves. I don't know. Because I don't even think it makes them feel good about themselves. It might make them feel good about themselves in the moment. But how do they feel about themselves after they've done what they've done? <clears throat> no, they never stop to think that the reason why they feel miserable and bitter on the inside is because of how they choose to treat people. They never stop to think about that. They only live for that rush of power. Oh. Man, but I'm telling you, self-awareness and and, and, and having that solitude, that's power, that's real power. That's what I'm saying. Like that that shit right there will always fulfill you. See, you won't need to gain temporary, a temporary high. Of having power. When you have, man, ooh, that's good, universe. Thank you. When you have power and control over your own damn self, man, woo! And you can see people and be like, dude, I see you. Like, you trying to mentally and emotionally manipulate me, and it's not going to work. Like, you're going to frustrate yourself. And people wonder why they don't have peace. 
because you're trying to manipulate somebody else's energy. That's why your ass don't have peace. Learn how to manipulate your own energy. That's where the real power comes in. They don't get that though. They're, they feel powerless. So before I end the podcast today, I just want to say, you know, it's so easy for us to blame others, you know, whether that be in a friendship or a romantic relationship or a job or like it's so the easy way out is to blame other people, right? Because it's a hard thing to really kind of stare stare yourself in the face and say you know what a lot of this stuff happened because I allowed it because I didn't speak up for what I wanted because I had this idea this negative talk you know these negative words that constantly made me believe that I wasn't good enough or that my needs would not be met if I said something So I just allowed it, right? I allowed the abuse. I allowed people to use me. I allowed people to take advantage of me because sometimes saying no is hard, right? And it's so much easier to blame or to lie or, you know, to do these other things that are really not beneficial. Like they have more detriment than anything, right? And so like when I had that day of sadness a few weeks ago, And I was thinking about, you know, that relationship that didn't work out, you know, it was just like, you know, really taking a a look at myself. There's a lot of self-reflection done that day, you know, because I saw it, but I thought I could change it. And I think so many times we think that we have that power to change someone, to fix someone, or to make someone into our ideal mate, and we don't. The best thing for us ever to do is just to be like, okay, this is not for me. This person is not for me, and I see that now. So let me just walk away. But no, and, and you know, like, and I said this before in this, in this podcast, that, you know, taking a look and being aware of your shit you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can, I can teach this now because I've learned to recognize my own psychologically abusive tendencies and behaviors and patterns. I've learned to recognize my own narcissistic habits, patterns, and behaviors. And that really is the ultimate goal is to really have self-awareness because then you're not blaming somebody else for what they did to you. You're actually taking a hard look at yourself and saying, hey, you know what? Here I've had nar- here I was psychologically abusive. I was narcissistic to this person. You know what I'm saying? There's like this this meme or this quote that says, you know, I've I've been a blessing to some and I've been toxic to others. You know, but like I said before, it's a hard thing to look at yourself. It's so much easier to look at someone else and blame them. But it's very hard to look at yourself and and to have that self-realization and 
to say, you know what, well, I fucked up here. I did this. I lied. You know, um, I recently had a, 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 a mentee, um, you know, who basically said, yeah, I've fibbed a little bit, but I've never hurt anybody. And the thing is, is that while we think that we might be protecting someone from a little fib, a little fib is like a lighter in a house full of kerosene. One strike and you can blow the whole damn thing up. And while a little fib may seem like it's not going to hurt somebody, lying about it, instead of just being honest and saying, hey, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, or I'm no longer interested in this relationship, or whatever the case may be, yeah, that's going to hurt a little bit, right? It is. But honesty is always the best policy. It really and truly is. And it might be scary, right, to be honest. Because a lot of the times we've gotten away with fibbing. We've gotten away with lying and manipulating. And that's, that's a hard thing to deal with. So, you know, I just really want to encourage you guys to use this, this podcast as a way to look at yourself and, and how have you played the victim? How has blame been the name of your game? How has a little fib ruined relationships that could have been healthy for you? So that's all I got for y'all today. But I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for joining me today. I don't care if you are a subscriber, a patron member a podcast subscriber, a podcast listener supporter, or if this is your first time joining me, thank you. Thank y'all. Whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're listening on Amazon, Anchor, Apple, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, or Spotify, thank you. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you for your love, your kindness, and your generosity, because that's what you're giving, your support, is your love, your kindness, and your generosity. And, you know, I appreciate every single one of you. I know I would do this if I had nobody listening because I love doing it, but it makes it all worthwhile when you have the support. So just thank you guys. And, you know, um, the Divine Empowerment Podcast provides assistance to the mission of A Mother's Touch, Inc., which is to provide single moms with tools and resources to help them focus on their well-being, you know, and that ultimately restores their confidence and their belief in their ability to, to succeed after psychological abuse. You know, I created a Mother's Touch Inc. because I desire to be the organization, the mentor that I needed on my journey when I found myself struggling in every area of my life. After leaving the unhealthy and abusive relationship, I shared with my children's father. And I say shared because we were both unhealthy. We were both toxic for each other, you know. And, you know, like I said before, it's so easy to blame somebody else, right? That, that's the easy way out. How hard is it to look upon ourselves and say, damn, this is where I was toxic at. This is what I did. This is what I didn't do, you know. And... Um, you know, I just want to encourage y'all to just really look into yourself before you 
blame shift and blame somebody else, you know? Look at yourself. Look at what you did, what you didn't do. Because you, baby, best believe me, you weren't perfect in the situation. Not at all. And while somebody may have a personality disorder or a mental challenge, that doesn't mean that you were perfect and they were imperfect, you know? Um, but I hope y'all really enjoyed the episode today. And if you are not currently a patron subscriber and you're interested in receiving free downloads, product discounts, a monthly self-care newsletter, personal readings, and so much more, I invite you to um, become a member. If you are a single mom and you're just looking for a supportive community that will uplift and encourage you on your journey of self-love and healing, uh, the link for the Facebook group is in the description box below. Just join me. You know, I, I post, I try my best to post motivational content. Um, and the plan is to go live in there um, once or twice a month just to check in with y'all, see how everything is going. So, yeah, if you're just looking for a little bit of encouragement, you know, on a day that you feel down or you're just looking for somebody to, you know, a community of women that uplifts each other because you realize that, you know, single mothers, we're really all in this together, you know, and, and, and each one can teach one. You know, and the ultimate goal really is to be able to assist single mothers with, you know, diapers and formula, you know, because it gets hard on this journey, especially if you don't have anybody supporting you. If the child's father is really not giving you, you know, the support that you need, you know, sometimes you just need a, a support community. And that's what the single mother empowerment group is. So, you know, I want to empower y'all to live your best life um, beyond <laughs> those unhealthy relationships and beyond anything that you have experienced in your past. So um, if you are considering um, giving us a love offering, all love offerings provide supportive resources to the single mothers in our community, and they are greatly appreciated and accepted. Like I said, I want to get to the point where I'm using those love offerings specifically for those women, you know, helping them to pay bills, um, possibly paying, you know, their rent, um, you know, I just really want to be who I desire to be. That's all. Um, so if you are interested in sending love offerings, you can do that by cash app. That's the dollar sign, a mother's touch, Inc. PayPal, a mother's touch, Inc. at gmail.com or Venmo, which is the at symbol Ayana Suttles. And like I said before, that's all I got for y'all today. I thank y'all for joining me and I thank y'all. Um, for being here, but you know, before I let you go, I have to send a prayer of love out into the universe, um, not only for your protection, but also for your abundance, you know, um, because you gave to me, I, I'm asking that the universe will give right back to you hundredfold, tenfold, um, because you don't have to be here and you are. So let's just go ahead and get into that. Dear universe, I thank you. I'm thankful for self-awareness and self-reflection and really working on the inner me, not focusing on people outside of me, the reflections I see outside of me. Because, you know, as I grow on this journey, I'm realizing that everyone is just a reflection of who I am in some form or fashion. And um, when you can really get to that space of loving yourself and appreciating yourself, then you learn to appreciate other people. You have no reason to blame or, you know, do do the thing. You know, you become more self-aware and 
realize, you know, the things that you have done and the things that you didn't do. And you have no desire to blame anybody else because everything that happens outside of us is really what's reflecting on it on the inside of us. And uh, when we believe that we're not good enough, when we believe that we're not deserving, then we attract that similar quality. So even though we may put on this front and say, you know, I'm this, that, or the other, it's all a reflection on who we are on the inside. So that's where we need to put our focus and not, and nothing on the outside. So I'm thankful for each and every ear, heart that stopped by today, that opened their minds, their hearts, and their ears to this podcast. I pray an extra special blessing over their life. And I ask that their angels would protect them and guide them along their own self-love and healing journey. I'm thankful and grateful to be a vessel in this capacity and all other capacities that I serve. It is a privilege and an honor to provide service to others in this form. They say, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I try my best not to work. (laughs) I try my best to avoid anything that looks like work because what I do is not work. It's coming from a place of love. So I'm thankful and grateful. It's a privilege and an honor to be a vessel. Uh, with that being said, let's walk this day out. Let's get it done. And so be it and so it is. Amen. Amen. And amen. I thank y'all for joining me today. I want you to go out. Have an awesome, amazing and beautiful day today from my heart to yours. As always, namaste. And if you are listening or watching on YouTube, click the next video.